Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 408's After Show. I want to give a shout out. A show out. A show, a shouts out, shouts outs. Mm-hmm. You want to shout it out? No, you got I'm, the, you got a stain no. somewhere, Johnny? No, no, no. Shout, I think you shout do. it out. <laughs> no. Um, no, I actually, I don't know why I hate the term shout out. So, uh, just a, a verbal recognition, a verbal, re- a mad props. I'll give mad oh, props because that hasn't been used in 20 uh-huh. years. Uh, to Gordon Johnson and Rob Dahman, who religiously week after week, Go to the website <laughs> and enter. They've just set up a script, right? No, I don't think they do. It's different times every, you know, whatever. They go out there and they submit to the smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways.html or something. Or htm. I don't know. And sign up for the weekly giveaway every single week. Every Dedication. week. Every week they go out and do that. So whether it's a script they've set up, I don't know. But the fact that they still go out there and do it, they become eligible for our Patreon giveaway every single week. And they do that because... They're too cheap to give us money. They're too cheap. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. But uh, there's there's always this tiny... There's this silly little legality that says, uh, you know, no purchase necessary. Usually when you see that in certain sweepstakes and giveaways, uh, we adhere to those. Because if there's one thing we are, it is stand up by the book, 100% law-abiding... If you say it enough, people believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we are. We're we're those people. Uh, but yes, that's why they go out and they do not have to purchase or give us anything to be eligible. They simply have to go out week after week. Now, if you submit that and you already are a Patreon supporter, your thing will automatically run through the system and get deleted if there's a duplicate. So don't think you're going to be able to work the system. While you're at it, though, Johnny... Let's tease out officially. I don't know if I want to give it away because it is pretty cool. Wow. But this might be the giveaway tonight. Oh, that's pretty great. That's a DD3 distance driver. Line DD3. Signed by me. Johnny V. No, not by me. By Eagle McMahon. Someone who throws a lot further than me. Yeah. So. 
not my best Sharpie. I apologize on that part, but it is an official Eagle McMahon signature. I can't believe he, de- he devalued that disc by like that, by marking it. <laughs> I, I know. He wanted to sign right over my name. If you want my name on it, too, you know, Team Team Teagle. No, but uh, an Eagle McMahon signed. I, I went up to him with a handful of discs, and he graciously did this, and this is exactly one of those reasons where one of these special discs will go. I've also got some pretty cool uh, splices that were limited edition for the event. Uh, the, those will probably get stored away for a few years, unless you bribe me with a lot of money. But uh, tonight, a DD3 signed by Eagle McMahon. What? Seems like a pretty damn sweet giveaway. I think it's a great giveaway. How could they be eligible, Johnny? Um, sign up at smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways. Or, or if you want, don't want to have the to go easier there way to do it. every single week and put that in manually, I would suggest going to patreon.com slash smashboxtv and for as little as a dollar, a dollar a month. Come on, a dollar a month. And you get content like own. It, you know, if everybody, if every single person gives us $10 a month, we'll do, we'll get owned to do our own podcast. If everyone does it. If everybody that's current a patron and a hundred more people <laughs> give us $10 a month, mm-hmm. we'll make sure. Because you know what? If, if, if you're not, you should either do that or buy an own disc every month. Mm. Because the fact that she can't, or her husband can't tour with her, he needs a sugar mama. So let's make it own. So, uh, so yeah, so t- uh, you can sign up at patreon.com slash smashbox TV for, like I said, for as little as a dollar a month, you can be eligible for our weekly giveaway that we do in our after show every single Tuesday. Right, Taryn? That's how it works. That's how it works. As Owen was just messaging me a moment ago saying she wanted to say thank you to everyone for tuning in and watching it and, uh, that her being part of the show and. As always, we said, no, it's win, lose, you. or draw. You're welcome here anytime, Owen. And and if if there's enough support, you're going to have to do your own show as well. So we'll have to let her know about that. Hey, Owen, a bunch of people uh, submitted money that you're going to get, and you need to do your own show. Be she, okay. She'd be okay. So that uh, will be part of the weekly giveaway. So thank you guys very much. Tim says, if I win, I'll give it away for a charity event I'm helping run in September. That sounds good. I know also um, working with a charity event uh, that uh, uh, Benjamin Fairley is putting together out there in Colorado. I know I talked to him and I'm going to continue to support that event. So many good events going on that are Supportive of our disc golf community at large and just realize that you can do things through foundations, whether it's a Ricky or a Paul or you play, uh, you play or edge. Yeah. Any of those are all uh, great scenarios. And, uh, you know, we've seen the the, the new Paul Uliberry Leadership uh, Institute come about. So I know that's going to be an opportunity. A um, couple of things I want to get. Uh, they're not shout outs. They're Good. mentions. Um, excitable mentions. Uh, Emerson Keith, I saw. Had a baby on father's day on father's day. so now he's he's double the he's double the father he's, he's got twice two the kids. father us we are so <laughs> that's true that's true uh so congratulations emerson keith uh wanted to get a mention in there for him and uh everything as far as i could see uh 
in terms of the post, healthy, and uh, went as well as it could. So that's, of course, always great to hear. So congratulations to Emerson. Sean Sinclair, who's done a ton of work with the PDGA and uh, has served in many both volunteer and paid capacities. His birthday today, today, Julie O'Donohue from Australia. I know one of her uh, Australian friends is here competing uh, at the Am Worlds, but Julie, happy birthday to you. And uh, in the last week, one of our biggest smashies and one of the biggest, most helpful supporters that I have here in Wisconsin, in southeastern Wisconsin, uh, Juliana. Juliana, thank you so much. Uh, happy birthday to you a few days ago as well. So I want to get a few birthday accolades and uh mentions in there i know own i didn't feel it was a good time or right to interrupt her but she was talking about how she's been with her husband for 15 years um this is yours and my 15 year anniversary with our (laughs) wives not with each other we've been together longer than 15 years um uh, my anniversary is in two days two days should we make i will sign a disc Send it to my wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking. Blink twice like if that. you need to get out. <laughs> she she would probably like that. Uh, yeah, thinking back to that uh, crazy day of yours up in uh, northeastern Wisconsin. Yeah, fifteen years ago it yeah, does seem 15. like a long time. Does and, she think so? Oh God, I'm sure she does. And the reason why we picked this particular weekend. There were no tournaments going on. It was the weekend of Badger State Games, which Mm. was not a Wisconsin tour event. So all of my friends and uh, my disc golf friends would feel comfortable coming to my wedding. And I didn't have to worry about them skipping out to go (laughs) get because there are a few of my friends that would be like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is Mad City weekend. So maybe I should skip John's Mm -hmm. wedding. So I specifically picked it on Badger State Games weekend. Um which so is, that all my friends could come. Yeah, that's more of an exhibition. Um, you, you know, it's your local games that didn't really have a payout. You, you played for pride and you played for a, you know, a little a little $3 medal. But even back then, uh, you had to contemplate, like, how serious was this event as much as it is fun to play? And it largely took place in Madison, where the U.S. WDGC is it taking is. place this upcoming weekend. And so, uh, yeah, it seemed like a logical one to pick it on, so... Congrats to, I don't know, is it to you or to her? <laughs> Again, I think it's all relative. Yeah, it really is. It depends on which. It depends on the day and how you want to look at it. <laughs> all right, we'll answer a few uh, comments and questions out on the board. Uh, what's your favorite Madison course, John and Terry? Oh, my favorite Madison course. I think. I think I got to go. I think i gotta go high stand yeah unfortunately not unfortunately um it's tough because i love elver in the shorts like short to short elver to me is the most fun oh course. elver's a park it's a course he <laughs> <laughs> said he loved elver in the shorts yes. <laughs> great legs great legs on elver um <laughs> y- yes i i really enjoy elver in the the the, the short to short configuration but i think high stand is just overall probably the to me and I I haven't played Bird's Ruins. I haven't played a lot of the other ones. To me, Madison is always three courses. It's Elver, High Stand, and Token Creek. Mm-hmm. I know there are a lot more there now. Yeah. Um, but those are the ones that I, I think about. 
and I believe personally I like high stand the best. I think it provides the most variety and is in general has the the most fun shots. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. And and I, know, I think there's I'm also smart. a little bit of bias in for us in that high stand is on the east side of town. And so High Stand and Elver are very similar, actually, in a lot of ways. You're playing up a ski hill. You're throwing down a ski hill. You've got great wooded shots. You've got some medium to lengthier, longer holes. You've got a mixture of everything. Elver and High Stand, I feel like, on their own accord, uh, or when you put them head to head, they're nearly identical in terms of being great courses. But you and I have, I think, honestly, a personal bias that... High stand is just 30 minutes closer, and therefore we played more mm-hmm. tournaments there. It, be- it, it was put in after Elver, even though Elver was a great course. It was put in later. So as much as they're See, both which, great courses. Which is funny because I don't remember high stand going in. Oh, I, I was there like weeks after it went in and played the first tournament that they ever had there and yeah. played in a... a, a that had a, to be the uh, late harvest. That had to be late nineties then. Yeah, well, because, we were in college, and I went over there, and <laughs> they had a mixed doubles event. I played with uh, with Vicky, uh, a friend oh, of ours, geez, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> Vicky Hetzenbeller. Yep, <laughs> uh, who barely played disc golf, but we we still went over and had a super good time in a in a just a, like a, a very low key uh, mixed doubles event. It seems as if, yeah, I mean. Anyway, the, yeah, it's it, it also high stand and and this is an unpaid plug for them, uh, but high stand also is right literally right next door to Glide and Glide is Madison's uh, most premier pro shop. They've now there's another pro shop that's been put into Madison recently, but many of you have seen Glide and Glide's pro shop. They've hosted a number of uh, pros there, including Greg Barsby and Madison Walker and Paige Pierce a few years ago, and a number of Top-level golfers, uh, Simon, when he was here for something, went over to Glide at one point. So Glide is a phenomenal pro shop, and that's literally across the street. And it before it was Glide, Mike Newhouse, who's also helping organize events and the Mad City Open this year, Mike Newhouse owned that same property or was, was in that same area, and he called it a disc throw because it literally is a disc throw away from the disc golf course. And so that was the first pro shop, and then it eventually uh, was taken over and rebranded into Glide. And so I think there's also, again, this easy bias of Mm -hmm. when you think of high stand or the courses, you think, well, yeah, there's the pro shop right there, a a really well-run, very organized, high-level pro shop. And so he's built that, that... advantage so to speak and and that association uh all by by doing a lot of great things so that's a, a long-winded way to say yeah high stand there i think high stand elver, and elver are both great courses they, they are they are great courses i think elver long to long is a tougher course um it, it, it the, i think sure. the lines are a little tighter i believe that the the the, pun, the rough is a little more punishing um yeah, I, I just token just never it's well, a fine course. It just, it, it to me, it didn't feel like <laughs> punishing is the right word. There was not a lot of technicality to to Token Creek, other than I think two to three holes. Yeah, I, and, and so to- it was, but it, it's it's a fun course. Well, and and Token Creek was one of the first public courses in the state and one of the early ones in the Midwest to be a pay to play mechanism. Yeah. Go out there and uh, look. Go go to the. If you if you go to Token Creek and I think or if, 
I think they're still there. There's, there's a bunch of medals or uh, like we were a supporter of Token Creek to get it put in. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we all got together, you and in me college. in college, and we, we all threw in mon- some money to have our name put on a plaque, like a little metal plaque. Sponsorship. Sponsorship plaque. plaque. And it's funny because I think to this day... I have my own. (laughs) Somehow there was a mistake. Truncated. There there was there was a mistake made because I think it's some like like Terry and the crew or something, and then somehow I got my own as well. No, I think you just got put on hole one, and we didn't. I think it literally just says like John or something like that. I don't even know if that's still. I'll look next week. I don't know if this is still the case. No, because I think I think there was one originally. There was one that had it said like Terry and the crew, and somehow mine got separated as well, and I got put on a separate one. And and I don't think. I I mean, again, hole one, which is funny because I also have one of the very first aces on that course. Clearly, I walked up on hole one. There's like eight or ten of us within a week of that course opening, Mm -hmm. and I walked up and slammed hole one. Just couldn't, you know, couldn't record, stop me. Bro. Couldn't stop me. No, no stopping you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know if those, if those, uh, if those little placards are still up there. I, I don't know. If, I don't believe that they are. But yeah, so it, it was a course that we had supported right uh, as we were and co- rounding out college. Wow. And so Token Creek, I think the, the challenge to token creek was although it's beautiful in the way it was manicured and designed That's for gorgeous. disc golf for one of the you know one of the first times ever like bulldozers were helping create fairways and then nothing else was being used in that section of the park until disc golf got there and so at that time we're talking 2000 at that time that was unheard of 2000 yeah and almost revolutionary i was like they're going to take park property and exclusively manicure it and uh move earth and and landscape and all this other stuff just for the disc golf course the one downside or uh, the the weaker point to token creek is just that it didn't have the elevation so we were used to it on on elver and you're used to it at high stand two phenomenal courses and you go to token creek which was a little bit longer much flatter and there just a different feel and look to it so and as you said not quite as technical uh, in the design of it so also a good course though clearly oh god they're all and, great courses um we're we're looking forward to people being there for sure uh david john says uh token was always very clean and not busy because it was the only pay to play back in the day mm-hmm. exactly uh that was one of the reasons and now that's obviously become so much more of a a common practice and and you see when you have tens of thousands of people going through there in a given year Maintenance and upkeep needs to take place, and therefore uh, having that money to be able to reinvest. And Token Creek then got expanded from an 18-hole course to a 27-hole course, and that was all part of the overall usage that was taking place out there. So pretty cool to see. Ray brings up a bunch of different thing topics to talk about here in the after show. Um, I'm going to skim through them. He talks about the NBA Finals being settled, Golden State Warriors, they win. I Luck- watched my first and last game. Of the NBA this year, and and it was that one, and 
I mean, Golden State's just lucky that the Bucks got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. That they, you know, they were without Middleton because even Mo had said Mo's like with Middleton, the Bucks probably win the championship. But again, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Congratulations to Golden State. It's not always about the best team; it's about the healthiest team. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah. and defense wins championships. No, no, one of my favorite. Flopping wins championships in the NBA lately. (laughs) Um, The Stanley Cup is actually getting good. I don't follow hockey. Couldn't tell you. I, I think the Avs are in it. Avalanche, I'm assuming that's And I, heard, I found out this week they're from Colorado. They are from Colorado. I knew that. Um, <laughs> Only because I, I was there. I couldn't tell you the other team that's in it, but I've seen a lot of people in, in the Discord. Well, not a lot of people. I think it's probably Tim. <laughs> Tim or Ray, one of them is, is cheers, go Avs. Yeah, but you know what I say about NHL Stanley Cup, too. Defense wins cops. Stanley cops. Really? <laughs> No, no I don't know, but I, that will age yeah. perfectly fine because yeah, you, you can always say that. You can always say that. That's what I say about disc golf, too. Defense, Defense wins, wins. wins world championships. <laughs> yes. uh, Jamie Thomas spilled the beans on a Drive to Survive, like six-part documentary there, shopping to Netflix. Drive to what? What? So, Drive to Survive, I believe, is the is the the documentary documentary. I'll throw it in quotes, kind Uh-oh. of. Um, about F one. That was on Netflix a few years ago that has absolutely exploded the popularity of F1, like to the point where it, it was it was I mean, I, I say documentary. They followed, I think, some racers around for a season and as any reality. So show, real world goes racing kind of <laughs> like and again. And is any, Snooki involved? Because that's all not, I care Snooki about. Is not if involved. Jersey Shore is not involved and Snooki and nope. the situation. Nope. None of those guys. But anyway, it it, Jay, it, wow. it was it was it, it is and was extremely popular for F one. It's it's like to the point now. It's kind of crazy that that is one of the true things that is pushing F one into more into the United States. Why they're getting these races in Miami and Vegas because the uh, the attention has really kind of exploded on this drive to survive thing. So if, if the DGPT can do something like that, and if they can shop it to Netflix, and if it's good. I, I haven't heard anything about it. Um, that that's great. I think that could be really phenomenal. I, and I look forward to seeing it. And also, the DGN is working with the PDGA to acquire old USDGC and World's VHSs to add to the DGN. Um, yeah, that stuff should be out there. I think mostly, honestly, it should be on YouTube. I, I know there's rights and this and that, but or if, if you if or you, on my VHSs and DVD yeah. pl- DVDs in my house. That's... Yeah, I mean. Honestly, that stuff, I think that stuff should should pretty much all be on YouTube these days anyway. But uh, and if you go look at, you know, good old Chucky, uh, <laughs> uh, if you go to his web uh, YouTube page, you can find a lot of the old worlds on there as well. So anyway, those are the those are the subjects that Ray wanted to talk about. Mm, to me, it's all about the cup. It's all about the cup, huh? You got the Avs? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. No, uh, other well. than you don't know the other team playing. <laughs> Somebody says it was Tampa Bay. Ah, the the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning is it? I don't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. Uh, 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 for the most part, there's a reason we don't talk about things we're clueless on. For the most part, yeah. and, Wisconsin uh, does not have a professional hockey team, so I don't pay attention. There's, there's, and you don't even pay attention to our semi-professional hockey team, do you? We go to games, yeah. We go to Admirals games, probably two or three a year. I mean, I honestly couldn't tell you if and when they win. I think I think they were in the playoffs this year. I don't believe they made it out of the first round, but I'm not 100% sure on that. 
Um, I, I I love going to Admirals games for a few reasons. One, a good friend of ours is the <laughs> uh, is Roscoe, the uh, the mascot. Mm-hmm. So you know, whenever we he happens to see us or see that we're there, he always gives a little special attention to us and the kids. So that's and my kids love it. So that's that's a lot of fun. Just like I like uh, I like the indoor wave soccer as well. We'll go to a couple of games there. I, do I pay attention? Do I know and most of the players? No, I probably know one player on each team. So, anyway. Okay. Uh, can we talk all-season tires? All-season tires? I don't... Uh, living in Wisconsin, and maybe it's just being cheap, I don't change my tires. Yeah. I just have all-season tires. Just your ge- generic, regular, all-weather tires, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, and, I, and I know if I were to put on winter tires, they'd probably get a little bit better traction and... I think depending on the vehicle you have, if you have more of a sporty sports car, that is much, much better for your vehicle. Um, but for the most part, the, the 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 crap hole that I drive, the 2009 Honda Fit that doesn't have air conditioning right now and really oh, really sucks to drive the last two to three days. Uh, yeah. Um, it hasn't had air conditioning for two years, so. Two years ago, I think it was two years ago it went out. Maybe it was three years ago, but I was able to use the compre- uh, the, the the injection, the mm, aerosol yeah, thing, the little re- the refill on and, the, uh... and it it seemed to work just fine for a few months, mm-hmm. and then it was last year, the year or again, maybe it was the year before. I tried again, no go because you when you <laughs> when you plug in that thing, it actually when I went to push it, it actually went to this red. It said error, error, take it in, mm. and I was like, oh, that's not good. I'm like, oh, maybe I have this on wrong. Tried again, nope. Tried again. Nope. And I was like, okay, cool. I need to bring this in. I have not done that. And it, my car, a 2009 Honda Fit with, with about 110,000 miles. That's it? Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't, I drove, I used, we used it only to drive me back and forth to work for the most part, which is all of three miles. I think in the last, I've owned that car for seven or eight years. I've put on 50,000 miles. I just, if we're going somewhere, we use the, usually use the Grand Cherokee. If it's somewhere, you know, we need to haul kids or whatever, because my car is small. It's a Honda Fit. That's what it's meant for. Um, now that I'm driving further into work, it's about seven to eight miles. Really racking up those miles. I'm pushing up some miles now, <laughs> yeah. Terry. Yeah, 15 miles a day. But anyway, that car is probably worth $2,000, Right. Honestly, eh. and the, 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 the paint is kind of cracked on it. It's got a little bit of scrap yard. <laughs> check, check, yeah, check Kelly Blue Book on that. Um, there's a little bit of rust on it now at this point. I look at it, I'm like, I bet you if I bring this in to get the air conditioner fixed, it's going to be like a couple grand. It's going to be like two grand or something. If it's a compressor or whatever it is, is it worth it to me to do that? I I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time justifying that as opposed to just, you know, sweating my, yeah, hmm. you know, whatever. Well, good on you because uh, so. that doesn't. It's not pleasurable. I've gotten fully spoiled. It's not pleasurable. <laughs> fully spoiled these last few days using probably my favorite feature in my new car, which is, in fact, the seat coolers. <laughs> <laughs> so that is by far. Uh, come into play and is uh, something now that I feel like I could I can't imagine a car without now that I've 
tasted that luxury. Wow, you are just living in the lap of luxury, aren't you, Terry? Uh, you spoiled coolers. bastard. Just uh, yeah. seat coolers. Uh-huh. Here I am sweating myself <laughs> off. You're an like, idiot. Like I, I have mean, to, let's be real. Because the last two days, rolling down my window has done very little other than <laughs> blow hot air at me. <laughs> um, That's, yeah, and sounds it, miserable. It, it, it is a little bit miserable. So I should, <laughs> I, honestly, I should bring it in to at least get it checked out, but even that's going to run me like know 110 dollars just to have them look at it and say say you have a piece of crap yeah like oh cool well and again my goal my goal in life is to be able to you know rack up maybe another in the next three years another 30 20 to thirty thousand miles on this thing Mm -hmm. and then toss the keys to my kid Mm. and just be like there you go kid you get a crapper (laughs) but it's yours for free you don't have to pay for it you might you might die of heat exhaustion. Yeah. So that well, that's my thing. Like, do I go and get the the air conditioner? If I do plan on keeping it for the next couple of years, do I mm-hmm. do I just bite the bullet and go get the AC fixed? Maybe it's something easy, and it's not going to cost me money. But pretty much any time it's air conditioning, it's probably the compressor, and it's mm-hmm. probably going to be fifteen hundred bucks. And it's it's just you know you know <laughs> suffer for you know like this basically about two to three weeks of summer where it's just miserable. Other than that, usually it's fine because I park, I park under a shady tree and I park underneath of my work. So it's never like I don't walk out to a hot car hardly ever. Okay. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm cheap. I'm cheap, Terry. I'm cheap. What kind of more can I say? Or not smart. All right. Uh, so yeah, David John says, ride a bicycle, Johnny V. Uh, I, I have an e-bike, which, um, I, I would ride, but it's a pretty far hike down to work. Um, not that I couldn't do it. But take I, a nice lake. Take I, Lake Drive all the way down. I could. could get a beautiful yeah. view. I, I, I honestly could, and I've thought about it. The And in the summer would be the best time, because otherwise, normally, it's like, cool, I need to be back at X time to drive kids to this place. And just, it it would be an hour to an hour and 10 minute bike ride, probably. Um, And it's just more of a pain, because whatever. But right now is actually good, because the next two weeks, kids are in camp. My wife takes them. She picks them up. Everything's set. So for two weeks, I could. But then again, in this heat, even worse, you know, if I want to come to come to work, a sweaty, sweaty pig, a complete stank mess. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just not great. Um, uh, J- David Jonas says, JVD, you're smart enough to fix it yourself. You know, I might be able to. I don't want to. There, There are a few things in life where I just really kind of push it off on the experts. One of which is usually car work. Anything other than like, I don't change my own oil. I don't change my own blinker fluid. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, the most, the most, the most that I do under the right. save all my money. That's right. And no blinker fluid. I know mm-hmm. you never put it in Terry. Nope. That's the problem. Um, I have renewable solar, oh, seriously, solar fueled, Blinker fluid. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Me and Elon talk. I, 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 ch- I changed my own battery in my car a couple of times because car sucks and needs a new battery every couple of years. Other than that, though, I really don't mess with cars. I just I could YouTube it and look and there's always somebody. But in general, they're always, you know, hey, this is a little bit tough to get into. And the guy's crammed underneath of his car. <laughs> and then he breaks off a bolt. And, 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 like, <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, that's not my thing. Uh, all right. Tim says Terry has seat coolers when he picks up people at the bus stop. Somebody did ask me this weekend, and they <laughs> said, I encourage you to keep doing that, and that's a kind gesture. So if that, if that comes about, it just uh, may happen. I, it crossed my mind uh, 
a few days ago when it was pouring here mm-hmm. in Milwaukee and I was driving up the lake front to my house um and there were two kids maybe mm-hmm. maybe 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 teenagers maybe mm-hmm. like 15 16 mm-hmm. together and I was like and they were just they looked miserable cuz it was I mean this was like a downpour and they were kind of huddled and they had their backpacks over their head and they're walking and I'm like <laughs> but I'm like I don't know what age they are. They could have been 18. They could have been 15. 12. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you just don't know. Yeah. And so I'm like, probably best not to do that. Uh, hey, kids, you want to get my Honda Fit? Until you're called in. Yeah. Uh, you're called in. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, as a blue Honda Fit. With this guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ray says, I propose the PDGA should partner with the American Red Cross or Heart Association. They have trainings free or discounted for PDGA members. We run into lots of emergencies. Uh, I, Of course, no one would probably argue that that's a bad idea. I, I would challenge you and say I don't know if lots of emergencies is uh, is necessarily true. I think about Late, I, and and I only say yeah. this because I've I've attended, run or played in more than wow, more than I was going to say at least 600 events. And I think I've seen legitimate Medical emergencies that would require at least that uh, in terms of anything like mouth to mouth resuscitation or 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 anything cardiac or anything of that nature outside of yeah I can count them on one hand yeah well, like the, and I'm I'm not yeah. downplaying I'm not suggesting it's not a great idea uh, but I think lots is is maybe relative or maybe it's just relative to your area uh, in Florida there may be far more heat exhaustion uh, concerns or in Colorado, there's probably far more oxygen concerns. Um, in Wisconsin, people just lose their mind when they're out of cheese curds. When we're on, okay, that doesn't happen on the course, but yeah, it's again. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I, I would, I would not object to it. I also just don't know if it's as big of a problem. Um, but I, I think that's also with. With technology and training these days, I also feel like it would be great for anyone that does want that training. Either A, it's pretty accessible to them, or B, I feel like they could get the basics from YouTube and at least be helpful in that capacity. Even if they're not certified, mm-hmm. they could at least be helpful. I'll be the first to admit I'm even, I not I'm even, I'm also a person who's never... Outside of CPR, which I think it, you and I had to take at one time. Yes, maybe? we yeah we maybe in college or something. Yeah, we, for t- something? we had to take CPR because we were uh, we worked for the, the dormitory. The dormitory, so we were yeah. We so were outside of that. that, I haven't kept up. And the, there was a medical emergency on the course this weekend, and paramedics were called. And and more often than not, too, at least at pro tour events, we have Seth Muncy as one of the number of people. Now there was even actually somebody else on the pro tour staff that is uh, was certified and was more than capable to assist. But then also uh, Seth Munth- Muncy is kind of our designated. That's just the pro tour, and I understand this could be applied at all events. I, it, clearly, it's never a bad idea to have more trained professionals or more certified professionals. Heck, my, my 13-year-old daughter is now CPR certified as she's doing uh, baby, sc- uh, baby scouts. Wow, <laughs> babysitting. Um, actually, this very minute. So great idea. Um, I, I, th- I think that's one of those, um, that goes right along with, we should all drink more water. I mean, it's, it's right there and readily available. Yeah. We should all could do better at it. Well, I believe 
you know, there was talks earlier of uh, some disc golfers that saved, potentially saved a person's life just this past weekend when a car somehow drove onto the course and hit a tree and they, they pulled, they pulled the, the, the person out. I don't recall if there was a fire in the vehicle or not, but uh, I'm sure someone will have details, but yes, there was definitely a, an emergency this weekend that disc golfers were involved in, you know, I mean, if, if it's one thing disc golfers know, it's when something hits a tree. <laughs> so, oh, and, and so they knew exactly what to do. First, they complained about the tree, they asked <laughs> if it moved, and then they went and checked it out and found yep. if someone. So I believe that that's maybe where he's coming from, because we have seen a few incidents recently on the course. And, and the bigger our sport gets, the more we'll see that. And I think also the more diverse our sport gets, uh, because it's getting bigger, we'll naturally have more of those people in there. Just think how many more people today aren't playing disc golf than five years ago that are that have some crossover into some of those trained uh, certifications already. And again, it'd be great if every single person was, but I think we probably already have more than we even did just a few years ago. So, uh, but great suggestion nonetheless. Uh, and Ray goes on to say, I worked for the Y and I'm a safety dork. I've worked for the Y for many years with pools and risk management. So totally understandable. Uh, Carney says, get the book uh, where there are no doctors. Been in my house my whole life. Worth a read and keep for reference. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good drive until you hit the tree. Um yeah, as stupid idiot on the board says, Johnny, handling refrigerants is probably best left for, to professionals, and that I could very much agree with as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we have you mechanic it up out there? Probably it'd make a great six-part YouTube series of, you know, part one, Johnny tearing everything apart. Part two, <laughs> me then, after everything's tore apart, realize I'm missing two parts, and like, I need to order them, and now my car is torn apart. And me swearing. Part three, me going to YouTube, trying to figure out how to put them back together. <laughs> Part four, uh, me and end up calling a, <laughs> a tow truck. A, a tow a truck. Yeah. Part five, the the, the guys in the uh, in the garage laughing at me. And then part six, me finally getting my car back and it costing me probably double what it would have. <laughs> I mean, there's a six-part like series. Yeah, right for you. there. I like it. Drive to survive, my friend. <laughs> uh, a couple other things I want to throw out there. This uh, in a few hours or a few minutes, I should say. Nonetheless, he's not up. Dustin Skorpinski, who's a really, really kind, amazing soul, and has done a lot in terms of disc golf travels and playing, and now works a camera, does some edits, and just is an all-around great disc golf ambassador here in Milwaukee. He is celebrating a birthday in just a few minutes. Again, he's sleeping, but uh, Dustin, happy birthday to him. And then also this last weekend, uh, besides the great work that they did, you probably saw some social media posts, whether it was... uh, Jamie Thomas or Hannah McBath, Paul McBath, Avery Jenkins, uh, over in Montenegro where they were doing another Paul Macbeth Foundation course uh, install and some clinics and demonstrations and all that stuff took place. Uh, As they were coming back from that, I think we saw on the socials that Austin Hannum, uh, Katrina Allen, Paul Macbeth, and Hannah Macbeth had all attended uh, the Julian Marquez UFC fight this weekend. And unfortunately, it did not go his way. I think he... Uh, his nickname is the 
Cuban Missile Crisis. Yep. Um, it did not go his way. He ended up losing uh, the fight this weekend. He is a disc golfer. If you are wondering what the name is, or maybe you know because you're way more UFC than we are, but he was at the Celebrity Pro-Am last year, and I'm going to go ahead and say he was one of the most excitable people at the Pro-Am. Paul's uh, partner, who they went on oh, to win, geez, yeah. but... Uh, Julian also one of the most excitable. We he was at the DDO a few months ago. He was at the DDO the last year. Um, I he's out of the Kansas City area, and unfortunately, as much as he loves uh, disc golf and being a supportive disc golfer, uh, his UFC fight did not go well this weekend. I didn't get to see it. Uh, I believe it was taking place even while we were still on the course for the match play championships this weekend, but. Uh, super great guy, and uh, you know, sorry to hear of his his defeat. He texted me the day before it, so yeah, because uh, he texted me. His fight was on Saturday. On Friday, he texted me and said, "Hey, man, looking good on the broadcast. We need to get you more on there uh, today or this weekend or something like <laughs> well, it's that." It's nice that he's watching, and he's definitely watching. He's a huge fan of watching live disc golf and just an all around great guy, and. Uh, yeah, unfortunately for him, though, wasn't able to pull off the win in the fight. So, uh, <sighs> well, if 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 I get to see him again, I'll challenge him to a fight. He can beat me, and then he'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> he could be three of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody. I, the, as a side note to all that, somebody challenged him. And uh, basically was a troll, uh, just a, a jerk and a troll to him uh, right after the fight. And he kind of he bit back a little bit and then it spiraled out of control on Twitter. And then there was, of course, a divided camp as to, hey, should he just take this abuse because he's a professional and people are giving him a hard time or should he um, or should he bite back and stand up for himself? And it was a little bit of both. And this guy ended up kind of slithering away eventually I because have, his because Julian's yeah. fans then jumped in and and probably took it over the top by that's, issuing death threats to th- him. And that's what I was saying. Like I've got virtually no problem with him calling out a fan who's who, who's a dick mm-hmm. and posting whatever as long as you're not posting a guy's address yeah, or phone number or doxing him. But death threats. Yeah, that's over the line. Never the answer for anything. For, you know, it's never, 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 never. Yeah. It always goes too far. Um, But the guy was clearly a a dick and uh, not Julian, the other guy. (laughs) And that's one of my, and I I have such a soft spot because sometimes when people challenge us, I, I, of course, I read negative things and I very much can move on. And sometimes, sometimes I address them or bite back a little. And, and then sometimes we've had very great, conversations that that pan out to be perfectly fine or or we agree to disagree and and we move on but yeah it's just, of course it's just part of our online culture of hey you, you know you're a professional therefore i'm going to be the biggest jerk in the world or the biggest dick to you because well, i'm on twitter uh, and part of it comes with being a professional athlete you know correct a certain degree of because- maybe public microscope and or scrutiny to some degree yeah when you when where's you- that line get crossed is the question right well just because you're a successful public athlete figure or celebrity doesn't mean, in my opinion, it's no holds barred on anything could be said or lobbed over at you, is my opinion. I think we're still humans. Uh, correct. But I, I think as a celebrity or pro player, you have to be able to take a lot 
because you know that you're not you're not going to be on your your best day every day. So and we see this a lot with fantasy sports where, you know, a player doesn't perform a football player doesn't Mm -hmm. perform and people will reach out. Dude, you're a bum. You suck. Get off the team. "Mm -hmm." This and that. Unfortunately, I feel like players just have to take that. Yeah. Like that's the well, type of thing too bad that they have. To. It is too bad. It is, but you kind of have to to deal with it. Now, when when a when a person makes it more personal, that's obviously over the line. All right. Uh Okay. Tim says I can't buy Popeyes because my cat loves it too much and is annoying. Hmm. I had chicken tonight. <laughs> my wife made chicken in the air fryer. It was delicious. <laughs> I was gonna say that's pretty random, and maybe it's not if I if I scroll up within the chat. Don't I'm not scroll sure. up; just let it let <laughs> let it know. go as it is. Uh, David John did say that Greg Barsby visited the poor guy that got randomly shot. USA, stay away from here in Thailand. Bummer, you guys. Spring forward. I am late to the podcast in the mornings. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I believe that Greg and I. This is only what I saw from socials. I feel as if Greg had a personal connection and knew him prior to that. Um, whether he did or didn't, I mean, it's awesome that Greg has visited him, but um, I think Greg also had some additional personal connection. I Unfortunately, I'll admit, I don't have an update. I Remind us next show. Let's give some official updates uh, as to how everything is going there. Okay. I, I haven't checked in lately, but that's one we should be giving an update on for sure. Hopefully everything is well. I have not heard otherwise, so I'm going to assume that things are hopefully going in the right direction. All right, Johnny, why don't you pull our number as um, I am scrolling along. You can pull for this sweet, sweet giveaway. If you did, and I'm not. Um, this isn't peer pressure, if you did want me to sign it and or Johnny, you could let us know. I'll tell you, if Johnny has to sign it, then it's going to be another week. And then the, the, it's the, right here. Uh, well, I'm saying if they didn't respond right now, I'm oh, saying. Oh, if yeah. they get to us in two days and say, can you have That's Johnny true. sign it? Then it just delays everything. But anyway. Don't have me sign bare it. Bare minimum. You've got Eagle McMahon on a CD DD3. And I'm not going to say that you, if you're looking for Sky Gods, that I'll have them for sale when they become officially available, but I will. I, I, I don't think I can take pre-orders unless you bribe me. Oh, no. Discmania is not listening to any of this. No. Danny Hollis says, when will we see a JVD versus TMTDD? Uh, you and I haven't played in the same event in a long time. No. It, it's in true. General. It's been a long like, time. Yeah. You, you, usually, one or both of us is working most weekends. Correct. And if if somehow, Yeah. What, I was going to say, when could that even happen? I, I don't some, know. I don't know. Some I'm, random, yeah. uh, maybe late, late season event for us to go find if that was ever happen. So, all right. We have 181 people eligible for our giveaway this week um, for the uh, DD3. Is that what it C-line, is? C-Line DD3. C-Line DD3. The red-ish candy looking. Signed by Eagle McMahon. Signed it with his, his 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 new arm. I heard he mm-hmm. just got. He just got a brand new arm. Mm-hmm. So, um. Anyway, 181 people eligible for our giveaway. Terry, what's the number? Oh my gosh! They're sorted by first name. I went lazy today. First name. First name. I think we got to go uh, four. Four. All right. Our first number is 54. Our second number is 152. Our third number is four. 
Dang. I bet I will Higher or lower than four, Terry. I always ask. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, God, I hope it's lower. I mean, the chances are what? what one in 180 or something like that or 181? Does it really matter? Um, it, it, The number's higher, Johnny. Okay. Our fourth and final number oh. is 59. Uh, love it. 59. Let's take a look and see what 59 brings us. Number 59 has... The opportunity for this beautiful sea line DD3 with Eagle McMahon signature. 59 is Dwayne Reader. Dwayne. Dwayne Reader. I love it. Dwayne, Dwayne, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to juice that box up with a few more things too. Dwayne is the gracious host of anytime I've been down at Throwdown oh, the Mountain. Oh, he's got Throwdown the Mountain host. Yes. Well, congratulations. And so Dwayne, thank you so much for your Smashbox contribution here. It looks like you jumped on in uh, in the last few uh, in the last few months, and so yeah. seriously, thank, thank you, you so much, Dwayne. And um, yeah, you'll get this sent out, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to throw in extra goodies because I, I get to sleep in one of your rooms. All right, that anyone sounds, that lets me sleep over, that's <laughs> kind of creepy, but sure, Terry. <laughs> but you know, no. it's, I can always count on you to push the line. <laughs> <laughs> uh rigged no absolutely not rigged uh, as they never are but this one uh certainly not as well uh considering it took johnny a second to uh, scroll up because i was at the know. very bottom so i had to scroll but no that's uh that is awesome to see yep. and Dwayne has never won before even so yep. yep right below him was Dwayne crawford and right above him was doug porter oh very cool so, so yes thank you guys so much uh as soon as we Get done. I will inevitably think about something else I want to talk about, but uh, I don't recall what it is. So, you got anything else you want to share before we? I don't believe so. I finished watching Stranger Things, first half of season four. Okay, I have finished not starting it. It's really good. Okay, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, should I start on season four with the recent release, or should I start on season one? You got to start with season one. For okay. Stranger Things. Sorry, Terry. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, uh, the boys, really good. Continues to be very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Graphic, violent, bloody, um, phenomenal. And anything else I'm watching? I don't know if there's anything else I'm watching. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows is coming out soon. That'll be great. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been watching. There really isn't. I've honestly just been dedicating <laughs> more than I care to admit time towards just like fixing up the house a little bit. Mm. So today I we've got a... Uh, a windowsill outside the house and the previous owners had dogs and i think that the dogs whenever they wanted to come in just chewed the windowsill from the outside mm. and so it was like the wood was all chewed up so today i took some bondo some all-purpose bondo i i put a piece of wood there smoothed it out put some bondo in there sanded her down looking mwah, now looking mwah, so good and now my wife will paint it so, okay because we're painting the house slowly but surely now so here's the thing I think I heard her behind me, but that might have been my son. <laughs> yeah, I think I did too. You want, we can wait till the after after, after after show. No. She's rolling it in her spare time. She's painting the house blue. Like, uh, just we have a brick house, so she's not painting the brick blue, thankfully. Mm, cool. But that would be pretty awesome. She should paint the it top all sorts of uh, each colors. brick a different color. Yeah, no, like, no, she should make like a Tetris mural on it with the bricks. That would be pretty awesome. Um, and 
we're having this discussion because she's kind of like, well, this is my project. I'm doing it. And I'm like, well, we can do it faster. I can get a, I can get a, a paint sprayer, you know, take care of the whole back of the house, which is an add on before we got here. Sunroom. It's not brick. Like I just have to tape up the windows and spray up and down. You know, what will take you a couple hours would take me 15 minutes after I tape everything off. Of course. Yeah. No brainer. She's reluctant to that idea. She, she wants to take her time. She wants to suffer through it. I kind of want to do it myself though. And just let her take care of the rest of the house. Like the, the, the detail work, but I can't, I can't seem to win her over with that one. Uh, I, I I would not put up a fight. Mm, I don't know. It, it's you, you want to take the long way. You take the long way. Yeah. Let her let her roll with it. That's what I would do. <laughs> David John says JVD living inexpensive and buying a house that he can constantly complain <laughs> about the former owner's dogs. Uh, thankfully, this is like the last. I think this is the last thing that we're that we really have to complain about. The sunroom has some scratches in the floor, but they're just minor, and I'm not going to bother dealing with them. Don't really care. Um, and and the windows look like they're maybe some paw scratches in them, but I think I could maybe get some, you know, win, not window cleaner, but I think you can kind of buff that out with some, I, my understanding is you can do it with toothpaste of all things, but I need to look that up. But no, the, the former dog's owners, uh, former owners, dogs were, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a dog person, so they were not well liked in the neighborhood. So mm, the, the dogs or the owners, I think either, mm. particularly the dogs, but maybe not the owners either. <laughs> so, no, huh? Just, uh, yeah, last weekend I, I I leveled out my lawn a little bit. I had a big, I had one giant like bump in one spot and really low in another. So I dug out the bump and I moved the dirt over and I kind of raked it all out and I threw some hay on it and some grass seed, which I don't think is going to grow much because it's just wicked hot right now. And I don't, and, and I need to water it more than I am right now. So I might just, you know, whatever. Yeah, the the mulch has been uh, has mul- dissipated. Mul- mulch has is, been uh, mulch is in the distributed. Backyard. The extra mulch is in the backyard. We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> David John says maybe that. you should get some dogs. I send you one from Thailand. Um, I don't need any dogs from no. Thailand. Uh, but dogs in, uh, in in other exciting news, uh, Johnny Rumble, good friend of the show here, good all around guy, mm-hmm. did text me out of nowhere this weekend and said, "Hey, if you're going back to Thailand next year, me and my son are going to come along." And go back yet again. And I said, good, because I want to make it happen no matter what. Looking looking forward cool. to it. Uh, uh, oh, I watched, I don't know how I even came across it. Maybe I searched for comedies right before I get on the plane. Because, of course, literally as you're standing in queue to get on a plane, that's when you remember, oh, shit, I should download something to watch. Yeah, that's Every planning. time. Every time. That's not just my la- poor plan. Not me. The last two times. I've flown. I've been ahead of the game. Not but me. the time before that, I was on the plane hoping it would finish downloading. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's where I'm always uh. doing. Well, I had downloaded Between Two Ferns, the movie, and it was all right. It was, um, yeah, all right. I don't I don't even know when it came out. I, I don't, whatever. I can't say that I've watched all the individual uh, clips that had been done or the individual segments or episodes that had been done, but I did watch the movie and... Um, yeah, it, I, it was all right. I guess that's that's my, that's my meh kind of take on it. All right, we're going to close it out. Get out of here. We're going to blow out the candles for Dustin's birthday in one minute. So uh, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers. Thank you to every single person this weekend that yet again comes up and says, hey, I watch, I listen, 
some days a day later, some days over the span of four days, whatever it is. Uh, just thank you to all of those uh, incredible supporters and people that uh, continue to tune in week after week, the thousands of downloads. Uh, whether you're watching us here and live or you're playing it in the background or at your shop or you're Much downloading it and then, you know, the long long, long car rides or wherever it might be that you're consuming it. We do very much appreciate it, and uh, thank you. So for Johnny V, myself, Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy, this has been episode 408's After Show. Happy summer solstice, longest day of the year. Sure. We'll go with that. All those crazy people, Tom McManus and crew that played uh, the long event today. That's for another time. We'll talk about it next week. So what's this weekend? Oh, yeah. Preserve. We'll see you at the Preserve. And then we'll talk with our winner next Tuesday when you step inside the Smashbox. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.